Welcome to CSM kind of 101, getting prepared to go to uh, the CSM as a student. So my name is Jill Tyne Nissenbaum, and I'm a professor at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, where I teach the orthopedics courses. And with me tonight, I have Alex Shaw, who's a third-year DPT student from the UW-Madison who attended CSM last year and is also attending this year. So Alex, do you want to give a little shout out and say, hey, and uh, anything exciting that they should know about you? Hey, everyone. I'm Alex. Like Dr. Jill said, I go to UW-Madison and one of our students graduating in May and looking forward to CSM again this year. It's a lot of fun. Thanks, Alex. So what I think we'll do tonight is we'll go through these slides and Alex, I might say, um, you know, do you have any comments here, thoughts here? You know, what's your student perspective? Because they probably, the people on this talk want to hear from students, not so much from me. Um, so Tara, with that, if you can um, move our slides forward, that'd be great. So one of the first things you should think about with traveling, and many of you are probably very seasoned travelers, but always travel in groups and share your Ubers, things like that. Um, when you go in and out of your hotel room, just make sure that the door closes behind you and it's locked. And just kind of always have your head on a swivel and be a little bit aware of your surroundings. One of the things I encouraged my students to do is to bring a mostly empty backpack to the conference because you have a tendency to leave with a lot of swag. And I'll let Alex talk about that in just a minute. Um, and leave some room in your suitcase for things on the way home. So when you're packing, when you're thinking about your clothes, pack very simply and kind of mix and match your clothes. And I think it's really good to dress in layers because one room in the convention center will be hot and the room right next door will be cold. So, Alex, did you pick up a lot of things in the exhibition hall um, when you were attending CSM? I personally didn't pick up quite as much as some of my classmates who left with very full backpacks <laughs> of stuff. Okay. But um, you certainly can fill a backpack with a bunch of stuff that you get there. If you win things, they'll have certain stands where you can enter drawings for last year. There was like hokas that you could win. They would do it like every like twice a day you could win hokas you could win massage guns stuff like that so you want to have a spot to be able to put that if you enter a drawing and win okay thank you for that um next slide please tara so this is a common question we get is how should I dress for CSM? And I think to wear a school-based shirt is very appropriate that has a collar on it. Um, or we say clinic dress. So, um, you know, casual, comfortable pants, a sweater, things like that is completely fine. You'll have a badge that you will receive and you should wear it while you're at the conference um, in the convention center or in the exhibition hall. You'll need to have that on. I encourage my students to, if you're off campus, like you're somewhere in Boston going out to dinner or something, you might want to take your badge off. You might look like an easy target for someone um, knowing that you're an out-of-towner, but always keep your badge with you. So always keep it in your backpack so you have it with you at all times. And again, dress in layers and wear comfortable shoes. This is not the time to wear those brand new shoes that you've been saving that are not broken in. So wear comfortable shoes. And if that means tennis shoes for you, that is perfectly acceptable. Um, and I tell students to bring band-aids for blisters and I'm not kidding. So bring some band-aids and also bring snacks. So when you go to the convention center, there's food there, there's options for it, but sometimes the lines are long and it can be expensive. So I always tell students to bring a lot of snacks, 
food and water in your backpack. Um, I think those things are helpful, similar to probably what you do if you're going to go to school and listen to a lecture. So Alex, did you pack up things like that when you went programming? Yeah, we always, our entire group had uh, PB&Js, granola bars, and bananas with us. So that was our like uh, food for the conference if we needed to have something just because the lines get long and you don't always want to spend the money for convention center food. Um, But I will say wearing comfortable shoes is probably the number one thing on this slide. Exactly. We are physical therapists or physical therapy students or physical therapist assistants or PTA PTA students. And so we know that comfort is very important. Nobody's here to look at your cute shoes. They want to make sure you're comfortable. You will put in a lot of miles. All right. Next slide, Tara. So what you should expect, um, you're really going to hit the ground running. So I would download the CSM app. It is not out yet, but it will be out soon. I did put at the end of this talk, there's a link to what will be basically on the app on the APTA website. So that's in this talk. So we can look at that a little bit, but it's really nice. You can search by day. You can search by section or academy. You can search by presenter name. So perhaps you read an article by someone and and you know they're going to be at CSM and you'd like to hear them present. You can search by their name. I would plan out your days in advance. You don't have to do it now, but but starting to get the ball rolling a little bit. So I typically tell people to pick out a couple things that you're that you really really like and then perhaps something you're a little unfamiliar with but maybe have an interest. So I talked to one of my students today and she said I said, what are y'all doing? And she's like, well, I'm really interested in geriatrics and neuro. So I'm going to spend a lot of time there. But there's a talk on pelvic floor health that I'm interested in. So I'm going to go to that, which is great. Um, this is an opportunity for you to hear a two-hour talk on something that you might be interested in without going to a three-day conference on that. So this is an opportunity for you to choose from the buffet and uh, get a good cross kind of cross sampling of everything that is available to PTs and PTAs. And the other thing I'd like to point out is that there are going to be on-demand sessions. So if you're thinking there's two sessions that are competing at the same time and you're trying to decide which one to go to, if one is not being recorded, in other words, it's not an on-demand session, go to that one because you will have access to the on-demand sessions after CSM. And then once again, bring food, snacks, and water. Um, Alex, did you, do you want to talk about of the three kind of educational sessions, did you go to three a day or did you go to two a day? And the other thing that some students have asked is, how long are the lines to get into the rooms and should I be there ahead of the ed session to get into the room? So do you have any comments on that? Um, I would definitely plan it out ahead and you definitely don't need to go to three a day. I, the first two days I went to three, the last day I took the last session off just cause it's a lot going on. There's a lot of kind of brain power going on with this. It yes. ends up being a pretty long weekend. Yes. Um, so don't be afraid to take a short break. If there's nothing that interests you during a time slot, go and explore Boston, explore the exhibition hall during that time. There's so much more that you can look at, uh, at this conference than just going to the educational sessions. But if you're going to an educational session, I would say to get there a little early, um, especially if you think it's going to be one that's pretty popular or you've heard is very popular because those will tend to fill up a little faster than most. Um, this will also help, as you kind of see in the conference center, is if there's a smaller room that is hosting a spot and you see it's in that room, try and get there a little earlier because that will fill up a lot faster. So you can kind of get your spot, sit down, get settled. Uh, and you don't have to be 
trickling in as the presenters are starting. Yeah, that's a great point. You can always get to the room a little early and eat your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> um, next slide, <Exactly>. please. <laughs> next slide, please, Tara. So, and again, don't be hesitant to go to the programming, regardless of your educational level, you will understand some most or depending on your level, perhaps almost all of the content. So this is time to stick your toe in with content that's new or has your interest. Um, and you may find that, oh my gosh, this is my jam and I love it. If you get to a session and it's not your jam and you're like, oh, this, this, nah, no, this is not what I was thinking it was, or I, I thought I had an interest in this, but I don't. Don't sit there for two hours. It's perfectly fine to get up and leave. And what you'll find is when speakers transition, um, so in between speakers, if there's four speakers, for example, at the Q&A when they're transitioning speakers, you'll see a lot of people get up and leave and, and you can do that. So certainly don't think that, oh my gosh, I'm stuck in this room for two hours if it is something that you thought was going to be different than originally in your brain and you don't have an interest in it. The other thing I always tell people is if you want to meet the speaker, which is completely fine, go up and introduce yourself. But just remember that the room may be getting used for something else relatively quickly. And so um, you kind of want to be brief, make that connection and um, either take your conversation outside into the hallway, exchange business cards, something like that with your speaker. So you, you don't want to monopolize their time necessarily. But I definitely think if you want to make a connection with the speaker, this is a great time to do it. So Tara, if you can put up my next slide for me. I am a huge Princess Bride fan, which my poor students know about. And so you've heard the saying probably if you've watched Princess Bride, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father, prepare to die. And that's really nice networking success. So a very polite greeting, um, gave your name, made some sort of connection, and then kind of managed your expectations. So, um, you know, hi, Alex, my name is Jill Tyne Nissenbaum, and I really enjoyed the talk you did today. And I actually um, presented on something similar, but you brought up some, some really good points that I hadn't considered. So I, I really appreciate that. I'm wondering if after CSM, if I could send you a quick email, I have a couple of questions. And they say, yes, sure. And then you exchange business cards and everybody's happy. Um, did you do that at CSM at all, Alex? During a lot of the networking events, it's really nice to just have kind of that greeting kind of set up and just be able to introduce yourself and kind of have that like mini script before mm -hmm. going into an interaction. That was really helpful for me. That's a great point. Thanks for sharing that. Um, next slide, Tara. So plan on spending time in the exhibition hall. The exhibition hall is huge. And as Alex alluded to, this is really a goldmine of just running into people and introducing yourself and doing some networking, mingling around and looking at all the different products, um, going to the different booths and seeing what the latest um, products they have available. And then academies and sections also have booths there. So the Orthopedic Academy will have a booth there. All the academies and sections have booths there. So if you have questions about the Orthopedic Academy, anything they're doing, anything like that, who to contact, you can swing by the booth and there will be somebody there to answer that question for you. The other thing I've heard through the rumor mill is on the very last day of the exhibition hall, and we'll show you the hours in just a minute, some of the exhibitors don't want to pay to ship all of their items back. And so they may start, you know, kind of giving out things that aren't really expensive. I don't think you'll walk away with a game ready, but you might walk away with some TheraBand or some Thera Loops or something like that. So 
If you're going to be there on Saturday, you might want to do just a last swing through the exhibition hall towards the end. If there's something that interests you, you might see if somebody's willing to give it to you at a reduced cost or a free sample or something like that. And I think, Alex, I think some of your classmates did that last year. Yeah, you can definitely find some free stuff at the end where, especially if they have stuff they're giving out, they're trying to get rid of it because they just mm -hmm. don't want to take it back. Mm -hmm. And then you'll also see a lot of reduced rates on stuff that start to drop in price over the last day. So kind of checking back in at different times isn't a bad idea if you have your eyes set on something that you don't want to pay full price for. Yeah, that's a great idea. Thanks, Alex. That's that's a good point. That's why you need all that room in your backpack and your and your suitcase. Uh, next slide, Tara. So here's the exhibit hall schedule. So you can see it's open very long periods of time, but each day has what we call unopposed hours. And that means that those are times where there is no programming. So you can see the educational sessions are listed from 8 to 10, 11 to 1, and 3 to 5. In between there, um, is what we call unopposed time. So you can really hit the exhibition hall and we our exhibitors want there to be some unopposed time. So everybody will make it into the exhibition hall. So just, you may want to plan to go sometime during the unopposed hours, but if it's really busy and you want to really talk to one of the vendors, you might want to go during one of the educational sessions, if you're not going to an ed session during that time, to really be able to have a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time with them. So you'll see ebb and flow through the um, exhibition hall just based on the educational sessions. Next slide. So this is something, I think Alex, you told me if I remember right, that this was the highlight of CSM for you last year. So we had this, we did this for the first time at CSM in San Diego, and it's happening again this year. And although it is kind of coordinated by the American Academy of Sports Physical Therapy, this is an all-inclusive event or an act activity. So they bring in a sport court, which is like half of a basketball court, complete with a basketball hoop and all sorts of adaptive devices that you're able to try out. So if you've never played wheelchair basketball and you want to give it a go, now is your chance. If you want to try different types of crutches that they use to play basketball, now is your chance. Um, they bring in other sporting equipment. And last year we had some adaptive athletes. I think semi-professional and professional athletes come throughout the day and you were able to observe them with their adaptive equipment in their racing chairs, things like that. So, they need help because there are balls getting thrown all over the place and they need help with shagging balls and answering questions, things like that. Don't be afraid if you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what the answer to the question would, would be. There will always be somebody from the adaptive special interest group from the sports academy there to kind of spearhead any questions. But this is a great way to get involved. And I just talked to Jen, the person who's coordinating this, and they, they still need people. So please, please, please consider signing up here and volunteering a little bit of time at the sports court, which is in the exhibition hall. And Alex, I think you did this last year. I believe I have pictures of you from last year. Yeah, this was certainly one of the best things that you could do during the unopposed time <clears throat> at the exhibition hall. There's just so much fun to be had over at the sports court and to really see all these different things you get to participate in it you can help out kind of like on here shaking the balls answering questions getting everything organized really low stress if you volunteer with it and then when you're not volunteering you get to participate and be a part of all of it 
we did amputee soccer, blind soccer, wheelchair basketball, all these other things that I probably never would have had a chance to actually experience it and sit down and do it. But we were walked through it with people who've been a part of it, athletes who had done it before, and they showed us the ropes and how you have to go about this and how challenging it really is. And I thought that was one of the coolest parts of CSM for sure. Thanks for sharing that. I agree, Alex. And last year was the first year and we were thrilled to bring it back again this year. So it's wonderful. If you if you want to volunteer, it looks good on a resume. You learn a lot. Um, it's low risk, low stress, and it can be a lot of fun. So Tara, if you go to the next slide, this is the exhibition hall and it is ginormous. If you look kind of center off to the right a little bit, there's a royal blue square that is where the sport court will be. So I believe the entrance to the exhibition hall is on the bottom of the screen right above the letter H on hall. And so you'd walk in and, and these are these uh, all these aisles are numbered like a grocery store. So you can find an exhibitor by looking up their number and it's like a grocery store and you can find it. But the sport court will be kind of towards the back and a little bit off center to the right. Okay, next slide. Business cards. This is something that um, I've gone to CSM for 30 years, and this is something that I would say in the last maybe five, seven years, I've seen students um, bringing forth. So I've seen students have electric ones that are just all electronic. I've seen students that have printed out some paper cards, and I've seen people have both. I've seen people just write their name and all of this information that's listed on a really nice piece of paper. Um, yes, we can share the link to the volunteer sport court in the chat. I'm hoping maybe Tara or um, Terry, Tara or Terry or somebody can do that. Um, thank you for asking that. I appreciate that because we and share it with all your friends. So anybody from your your schools that's going, they are welcome to participate. We would love to have more students involved. So please, please, please share that. Um, but what you can do is you can just take a nice piece of paper and write all this information on it and then just take a picture of it. And um, if you want to exchange information with someone, you can just, you know, have them screenshot your, your phone. That's not a problem at all. One thing I suggest to students, especially I think Alexa said she was a third year, is not only put on your school email, but put on your personal email because they may want to reach out to you in six months, nine months, 12 months. They may say, oh, I talked to that person at CSM and they'd be a perfect fit for this project. And then if you only have your school email and you're beyond school, they won't be, they won't know how to find you. So I typically tell people to put your school email, a personal email for sure, your cell phone. We've had people design them with QR codes that send them to a link with their resume and things like that. Um, so I think if, if you're interested in a residency or interested in making some sort of connections, it's nice to have something like this at the ready. And um, Alex, do you want to talk about that? Because I think last year we was the first year we really discussed this. Yeah, I had a bunch of classmates make business cards that they could hand out to anyone. But at sometimes when you're just meeting someone quick, business cards can get lost in the shuffle too. So exchanging that contact info. And I know now that iPhones are starting to support where if you just tap like the top of them together, it'll just exchange your contact card. So having that up to date with all that same info that Dr. Joe was talking about will really help you just be quick and concise with exchanging information because that can just be a thing where you're talking to a presenter after or you find someone who's working on a project that you want to work on 
And just being able to have that quick connection and then quick exchange of info is really nice. Just like handing a business card, but it's all right there. Yeah. And I've heard more and more people say that they really prefer the electronic version. More residency directors and told me have told me that that electronic version works really well. So thanks for that tip. I didn't know that you could do that with your iPhone. So yeah, having your personal information updated and professional would be a great idea. Thanks for sharing that, Alex. Uh, next slide, Tara. Okay, so now let's talk about some specific activities that you might put your eyes on. First of all, APTA has a student networking breakfast, and it's the first day, the first morning from 6 to 8 a.m., and you can kind of read through that, but it's a kickoff. I'm not sure of the room location yet, but it will come up on the app, and you'll be able to look at it that way. There's not a ticket required. It is first come, first served, and capacity will be limited. So if you're looking for a free breakfast on Thursday morning, I would probably get there fairly early because these things have a tendency to fill up fairly quickly. So this is open to all students that are attending APTA or yeah, attending CSM. Next slide. So some specific things to this academy. First of all, this academy is celebrating their 50th anniversary of existence. So it's a big deal. And there are a couple things. And again, as long as you're registered, um, these do not require a cost. So Friday from 11 to 1, um, it's the AOPT 50 years in the road traveled and where to next for the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. So you're welcome to attend that. And then there's a 50th anniversary celebration Friday evening from 8 to 11 p.m. Um, and that's a free event and students are welcome to attend. And um, I'm sorry I didn't put the location on there. Terry or Tara, do you guys know the location of that? Uh, is that in a, is that no. in a hotel? Yeah. Yes, it's in the, it's in the Omni okay. uh, Hotel. Great. And uh, that is going to be how... Let's see here, Jill, you're putting me on the spot. I know it's in one of two rooms. It's either the marquee or the contemporary, but it is okay. Omni. Um, we would love to have everyone attend. There's food, uh, refreshments. There's going to be trivia, prizes, DJ, uh, photo booth. Um, should be a great time. Thank you. That sounds fantastic. So once you get to the Omni, you'll be able to, there'll be signs and you'll be able to find it. And again, once the app comes, it'll be in the app as well. Um, next slide, please. The other great way to get involved as a student, I think, is to attend a SIG, a special interest group business meeting. So all of the SIGs have meetings and you can see listed here is the date and time and location for the ortho SIGs, the various SIGs that fall under the Academy of Orthopedics, their various business meetings. So, you know, if you're interested in performing arts and gosh, I just don't really know anything about it, attend the meeting. This is one of the places where I think students really can get involved at the academy level. Um, the SIGs are always looking for someone to help. Can you help orchestrate? We're going to do this Zoom meeting on this talk. Can you help orchestrate that? Or can you help with some sort of communication? So this is a very common place for students to first get involved um, with their academies. And Alex, I think you helped us out with some things last year, if I remember right. I don't know if it was SIG stuff or what it was. Yeah, with the SIGs, I would definitely say to go to something that you're interested in if you want to get more involved. I did that and I was able to help out with some webinars, do things behind the scenes, just little things and make those connections. And it's also nice where if you've made some connections and you've reached out to these SIGs, SIG leaders and have helped them with stuff, you can now put a face to the name 
And that's really helpful as well for me personally, because I'm a big face to face person, but also for them to know who they've been working with. That's great. Thanks, Alex. Those are great things. So certainly swing by those and see what that's all about. That's a, a really great way to get involved in uh, your academies. Uh, next slide. So here is the website or the APTA um, CSM website, which has what is, we'll look what the app has on it. This isn't 100% ready to go. Um, there's, It's got a lot of it on there, but not all the meetings, everything is on there. But you can look at that and kind of get a feel for things. And again, you'll navigate that similarly to how you would navigate the app that you can look by day, you can look by section, academy, speaker, things like that. So that's a really great place to start looking now to kind of loosely plan out your schedule. And then once the app comes out, I believe everything will be on the app and then you can kind of finalize your schedule on the app. And just know that your schedule could totally change. You could be like, oh my gosh, I've gone to two educational sessions today and I need a break. And so maybe you go back to your Airbnb or your hotel room for a while and you chill out for a little bit. Maybe you go out to dinner in Boston and then you come back and join the um, AOPT 50th anniversary celebration. So there's so much to do. You could fill your day from 6 a.m. to midnight. Um, just make sure you schedule some mental breaks for you. You get out, you enjoy the city of Boston, um, enjoy new friends, things like that. Alex, did you guys have an opportunity to do some of that when you were at CSM last year? We were in San Diego. I think the weather was nice if I remember right. Yeah, there was definitely time to get out and explore the city a little bit. One of the days wasn't as nice out, so there was less exploring. I didn't plan as much of that break time in my schedule as I wish I uh, had. So I would definitely manage that and make sure you're planning that into your schedule of actually exploring the city, getting that break time. It's just like if you were to go to class for an entire day, if you fill it up all the way from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., you're going to be really tired after that and there's not going to be a lot of brain power left. So make sure to schedule some time to go get dinner or lunch with friends, kind of see what's going on in the city and find other things to do as well. That's a great, that's great. Cause you need to mentally recharge a little bit. And at some point you're, you're, it's going to be diminished return on your mental capacity. So I know a lot of students feel like, gosh, I'm paying for this. I need to have my butt in a seat for every single educational session and, and you'll be unsuccessful. So make sure you give yourself some time to balance fun with education, um, visit the exhibition hall and just, you'll have a fabulous time. I promise you. I think that was the last slide. If that, if I'm right, Tara. Oh, no, here we go. K share your CSM journey with the social media team. So they're looking for three students who are attending CSM. You can contact uh, Tara. She's on the Zoom tonight um, in creating some fun and memorable content. So this is a fabulous way to get involved. Um, we have students in our program who are very, very social media savvy. And so this is a great way. And Tara, do you want to give it a plug? Sure. Um, <laughs> I, and we actually have two students that have reached out already, but we're, we're okay to have more than three. Um, so if you're interested, please let me know what we're looking for. We're working with Jimmy McKay. Some of you may have heard of him. Uh, he is actually helping us out with some of our communications um, initiatives. And he gave us a really great idea. He wanted to know if, if we would reach out and find some students that would actually uh, record something like a day in my life of CSM. 
Um, so we're not necessarily looking for students to interview others. We're actually looking for students to say, okay, I'm up, I'm ready, I'm heading to breakfast and kind of just do a, a self-recording, um, you know, uh, on and off, of course, mm -hmm. but we're going to use that, um, that kind of video going forward to help students and those individuals who are new to CSM, um, just what Jill is saying, navigate through and get the most of the conference. So please reach out if you're interested and um, I'll talk to, talk to you about it a little bit more. What a fun opportunity. Mm -hmm. I think that would be fantastic. And it's so much more valuable coming from students and to see what they experienced in the previous year. So that's awesome. I'm so glad you're doing that. Thank you, Tara. And then is that the last slide? That is it. Oh, questions. Great. So what questions do all of you have regarding this? Um, would it be considered inappropriate to take notes on an iPad during the sessions? Haley, absolutely not you are more than fine to take notes. And as a matter of fact, that's a question that some students have asked in the past is, should I bring my laptop? Should I bring my iPad? What should I do? So first of all, what I will tell you, um, Haley, is that it's not inappropriate at all. There are actually people who will stand up in the middle of the talk to take a, a picture of the PowerPoint slide and frankly, all the speakers are used to that, and that is okay as well. So no, this is your conference. You're here to learn. So I don't think any speaker is going to be in any way, shape, or form offended if you take notes, if you whip out your laptop, or if you take pictures of um, the actual slide that's up. That will that happens. So no, you're A-OK -okay on that, and I, I appreciate you asking that question. What other questions do people have? Does this people make people more excited to come to CSM? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Great. Great, Karen. I mean, I'm glad you're excited. It is, it is such a fun experience. And so <clears throat> I have gone to 30 of the last 31 CSMs. I only missed one. And that was like the worst year of my life that I missed CSM because it's just so much fun to reconnect with, with friends and colleagues and peers and come back with the latest information and it just kind of recharges you. So I think you'll have a great, great time. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're all interested. Certainly feel free to share any of this information with your classmates. Um, share the link to the sport court, spread it out. We need people. So that would be a fantastic thing. Um, Alex, can you think of anything that we didn't talk about that from a student perspective would be really good for the individuals who are on the call to hear? I can't think of anything that we didn't go through during the presentation, but just make sure to have fun during all of this. Yes. It's not just an educational thing. It's supposed to be fun and you're supposed to connect with a lot of people. So make the most of your time, but make sure it's fun when you're doing oh, it. Yeah. yeah, you'll have you guys will have a great time. So it'll be it'll be a wonderful, wonderful experience. So just travel in groups. Um, stick your toe into things, try new things, um, connect, communicate, um, shake hands. If you see Roger, her, Susan Appling walking through the, that's okay, Karen, thanks, not a problem. If you see him walking through the exhibition hall, walk up and introduce yourself. I did. Just go up and introduce yourself. It's okay. Um, they're, they're thrilled to meet you. So don't, don't hesitate to do anything like that. So um, we're all together in this, in this experience. <clears throat> 